Okay, this is the Wisconsin Lighting Lab Willcast, and my guest today is Trent Burmish. Uh, Trent is our LED engineering manager, and we're going to have a, a quick discussion today on a photo cell and occupancy sensor uh, product that we offer. Um, it's, it's a very standard uh, part and product, and we integrate it into uh, quite a few different uh, fixtures. Um, it's the Legrand Watt Stopper, and this is going to be a general overview. I think we'll have other discussions, um, but more sp specific topics um, about this particular uh, product. Um, we use it for indoor applications, outdoor applications. On the outdoor side, it could be shoe boxes, wall packs, uh, area lights, even some of the, the, the higher mast applications, although I think there is a, a mounting height ceiling. Is that correct? 40 feet. Yeah. 40 feet, Okay. And then on the indoor side, you know, warehouses, uh, manufacturing spaces, um, at our facility here in, in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, all of our fixtures are outfitted with this particular product. Um, it's been a really good part product for us over the last few years. And, um, you know, in markets like California where they have Title 24, um, oftentimes things like this are not only a nice to have their requirement for that particular market. So I guess, Trent, to, uh, to dive in, as far as the functions are concerned, what does this product do? Um, it's a simple motion uh, sensor. It also does photo cell control, so just on and off at dusk and dawn. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. And I know there there are some standard settings that it comes with. And once it's installed in the field, uh, there's a there's an iPhone and Android application with a Bluetooth connection where you can adjust them. Um, I know we typically try and ship the product. Uh, ready to use, um, but what are the factory settings that the, the customer might, might receive it with? So uh, from the factory, there's uh, the only thing that's enabled is the motion control. Um, the photo control is shut off. Um, it's because it's application specific. Sure. Um, there's different light levels everywhere, uh, depending on ambient light. So um, at motion, it turns on to 100%. After five minutes, it dims down to 10%. And then after one hour, it'll turn the fixture off. Okay. And then those settings, once once the products are installed in the field, the uh, the act of, of changing the settings, can, can multiple units or multiple sensors be programmed at once, or does it have to be on an individual basis? So in the app, you can um, identify each sensor within range. I think it's about 100 feet. Um, so any sensors within 100 feet will get detected and you just program each one individually and the light will flash once it's been programmed. Okay. Um, and you just go through the list and you have a preset um, that you just keep doing the same thing to each fixture. Okay. And, and a typical application might be a, you know, a, a mall parking lot. Um, I think a lot of the settings that we see contractors and customers demand would be on to you know, on at dusk using the photo control to 50% output. Uh, and then if there's motion in the parking lot, it'll trigger to some percentage of output. Can we, can we set that percentage or does it have to go to 100% once it gets triggered? You can um, set the high mode, which is when you detect motion. It okay. can be set anywhere from zero to 100%. And then low mode is zero to nine, 98%. Okay. And I can't imagine, I'm, I'm trying to think of an application where somebody would set the set the high mode to anything le other than 100%. I know the, the low mode we've done, um, you know, a couple large parking garages where they more or less wanted the fixtures on 24-7. Yeah. Uh, the low mode was, I think it was, I think it was actually 70%. Right. Where the, the, the fixture was on all the time at 70. Uh, with motion, it would trigger it and or switch it to 100%. Yeah. And then after a couple minutes of no motion, it go back down to 70. Right. So I think for a typical parking lot install, the photo control will kick it on 
to a certain percentage at dusk with motion. It'll go up to 100%. After, say, five minutes, it'll go back down to 50 And then at, uh, at dawn, more or less, it, it triggers it uh, completely off. Correct. And the on-off trigger at dusk and dawn, um, we can also set the sensitivity of that, correct? So it, it actually, they call it daylight harvesting? Yes, we can... Uh, set it with a predetermined foot candle reading. Um, it would be recommended that the customer do that with the app because they're able to do an auto detect. So it, it picks up any other ambient light around from other light fixtures or other light sources to figure out what is the best level. Yeah. And like you'd mentioned, each application is going to be different. It could be based on, you know, the angle, the photo control, you know, relative to the sun, it could be, you know, overhangs on the side of a building. I know on the, our, our, our office space and, and showroom here, we have some, some wall pack fixtures with just standard photocells. And depending on the position of the photocell relative to the overhang in the sun, they go on and off at different times. Yeah. So like you had mentioned, it's, it's not necessarily possible for us to know the exact setting or application for each fixture. That's why they have the, the Bluetooth application or iPhone application and Android application. And from there, the, the contractor or the custo- customer can fine tune it. Um, I would imagine that, you know, it's kind of an 80-20 thing where there's, um, you know, certain standard settings that would apply for, you know, 80% of applications. And I think that, um, you know, we can probably do a better job of identifying what those are and setting them at the factory, but also, as you mentioned, knowing that there is some adjustability that's needed. So, yeah. no, that makes that makes good sense. We got photo control, we got daylight harvesting, we have dimming to a certain percentage, and then, you know, a, a ceiling and a floor as far as output. And I think, you know, it's a, it's a pretty simple controls product, but I think that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, it's very straightforward. And then, you know, one, one of the things that we do is we actually integrate this into our products right at the factory. Um, there are certain applications where it might be a you know, pole mounted on some type of a coupling on the pole, or it could be at a junction box or a panel where it would actually, you know, operate multiple assemblies, but there is a wattage ceiling. So there's a certain, probably a certain number of fixtures that can be run off of this product, correct? Right. So like 120 volt, you're limited to 800 watts worth of fixtures. And then at like a 480 volt um, input, you're limited to 1200 watts. So there, there is a range, but. Okay. And on the voltage topic, I, I believe the configuration that we, that we integrate into our products is it's universal voltage. So it works Correct. from, uh, is it at 100 to 500 watt or volts or what? what is that range? Yeah, so it'll do 100 to 347 volt single phase and it'll also do um, 208, 230 and 480 volt um, phase to phase. Cool, so it is it is very turnkey from a, a power standpoint. Um, operating temp range, it, it pretty much follows what a, a fixture would follow. Um, it's minus 40 C and it, uh, is the ceiling, is it 60 or 70 degrees Celsius? It's actually 75, 75. Well, even yeah. better. Yeah. So that's, that's good. So if the fixture can operate in a particular application, odds are the, the motion control will as yeah. well. And when I, when I talked to our sales team, um, before we jumped on the will cast, one of the questions they had that, that comes up quite a bit is the, the standard coverage area. Uh, and, and I know that can change a little bit for high bay applications versus uh, outdoor pole mounted applications. And there's different, uh, you know, different, um, you know, covers and, and eyes and optics and things that we, we can use, but standard coverage area, um, you know, at say a 30 foot mounting height, do we have a rule of thumb of what that might be? 
Yeah, so at about 30-foot mounting height, you'd have like an 80-foot diameter coverage. Okay. Yeah, and 40-foot is like 100-foot diameter coverage. Okay. And uh, does that, um, I assume just from a, from a math standpoint, that that percentage coverage area probably drops off quite a bit if it's like at a 10 or a 20-foot mounting yeah. height? Yeah, if it's below 20 feet, we would probably recommend a different lens. Okay. Um, these are interchangeable lenses, so they just pop off. You put on the different lens, and it handles different mounting heights. Cool. So as a rule of thumb, 20 foot and below uh, might be one lens, yep. and then any th- you know from there it's 20 to 40 feet would be a second lens. Right. And then for high bay applications, how does that change things? Um, it's it's the same um, scenario. They they actually work better indoor than outdoor just because of uh, sunlight and whatnot for picking up motion. But it's the same uh, mounting heights. Um, you, there's also low bay um, lens that covers eight to twelve feet. So. Yeah, 8 to 12 feet is one lens, 12 to 20 feet is another, and then 20 to 40 is the okay. max. And ingress protection, uh, what is the, what's the IP rating? It's uh, IP66. Okay, yeah. so it can get wet, it can get yeah. a, a, a jet of, of water. Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then, uh, you know, a quick note on Title 24, and we, we don't need to get into too many details on, on this will cast, but um, it is generally uh, compliant uh, with Title 24 in California. Um, I'm not an expert on that uh, particular uh, compliance, but I, I believe it requires fixtures to have two types of lighting controls. Um, in this case, it would be uh, photo sensing um, and then also uh, motion sensing. Yep. And, um, you know, I know we've had contractors that have used uh, our fixtures with these integrated on them to, um, to meet those standards. Um, so as far as the, the, the application or the software is, is concerned, what does that look like for, for a customer? Is it a free app in the, in the app store? Yeah, it's free. Um, you can download it today. Um, anybody can download it on an iPhone or Android device. Um, there's four simple icons on the landing page, and um, you can just go into device profiles and create a profile for your fixtures and save it if you want to and then just program it when you detect your devices. So is this part, is it always giving off a Bluetooth signal? So it must be powered all the time for wireless, and then once you have the app, the app automatically detects it, or is there some type of uh, an on-off wireless system? So typically the the Bluetooth functionality will stop after a certain number of days. I believe it's like seven days when it's initially powered on so that people, the other people that have the app can't ah, mess with it. Yep. Um, you can also create passwords for your fixtures so that you're the only one that can make changes to it in the future. And yeah, it's, uh, so what happens after that initial period, if they want to make setting adjustments, you can cycle the power and it'll restart that seven days. Okay. So if the, more or less if the system gets turned on and off the, the entire lighting system, it'll, yeah, it'll the okay. input power. Okay. Yeah. So obviously if, if the, if the system is shut off, it's not powered. There's no signal. Yeah. But the next time it shuts on or turns on, it'll be powered. So I would imagine a high bay application where fixtures can be running 24-7, these, they're, they're always powered on. So that would be right. a case where it would automatically shut off over a period of time. Yeah. For a parking lot, if it's working properly, it probably gets power cycled every single day. Possibly. I mean, if this is doing the on-off, you know, this will always have power, and this is turning the fixture on and off. That's true. Yep. So, so if you do, so what does the power cycle look like then? Like you would go to the panel that's feeding the power to like the parking lot. So shut the whole circuit down. Yeah. Shut the breaker off. Okay. That makes sense. 
anything else we want to we want to mention about this product i guess one of the important things to make note is if there are setting questions setting adjustments you know we have an application engineering team that can um you know can support our sales team or support our sales reps so if people do have questions uh, you know, we're, we're happy to help out, um, you know, once, you know, once a contractor or, or an end user, you know, once they do a couple jobs with this product, um, it's not like the setting changes or anything are changing constantly. So that kind of knowledge base can be used in other, other products, but anything yeah. else from a support standpoint we want to discuss? Um, the app itself is very uh, intuitive. It, there's a lot of, um, questions descriptions on the app itself so you can just when you go into a setting it describes everything that that setting controls so it, it's just easier for the end user to use easy is good yeah all right man well thank you very much yeah.